Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Chanel's Language Learning Journey podcast with me, your host, Chanel Patrice Hancock here in Akron, Ohio, where it's about 30-something degrees Fahrenheit. I have to say thank you to the sponsors of the show, Anchor.fm. Without you guys, I wouldn't be able to have a successful podcast. So if you guys want to make a podcast of your own, go to anchor.fm. They're the best. Now, on to today's episode. It's about the 90-day challenge. And is it realistic or not for people to commit themselves to learning a language in 90 days? Now, I have put myself through a lot of different challenges just to test my brain out. Like, for instance, last summer when I did a challenge where I would learn a series of different languages to certain degrees of proficiency. Well, I learned some basic Hindi, a little bit of Finnish, Icelandic, Greek, Japanese, and some Egyptian Arabic over the summer. The languages that stuck for me the most were the Hindi, the Japanese, and the Egyptian Arabic. The Finnish really didn't stick. The Greek, I only remembered a few words here and there. And the Icelandic, I can probably understand it better than speak it, but if I actually took the time to go back through it from the beginning on Mango, I probably would be able to successfully um, complete the entire Icelandic course if I really wanted to. Um, I might do that later on down the road. I'm not really for sure, but I thought I would do it to test my brain out. It wasn't so much that I wanted to become proficient in it to the point where I can have a high-level conversation about philosophy, politics, the environment. I just wanted to have a basic conversation, introduce myself, little things of that nature, just to get my feet wet and to prove to a lot of people that Icelandic and Finnish were not really difficult languages to learn how to speak on a basic level if you just put some time and work into it. I even took a stab at Korean for three weeks And I probably came out with about five or six words, seven tops in that three weeks. And a lot of it was due to the fact that I had a high motivation in the beginning, but a very low turnout towards the end. And I tested myself by going into a Korean beauty supply store in Cleveland when I went to go visit my grandma and my aunt for the weekend. And I was only able to come out with Tabat and Biko American. And that was it. And this was after three weeks. So I had to tell myself, well, you know what? It was an experiment. It didn't work out the way that I wanted it to. So I guess I'm just going to have to let this go because I'm not really feeling it. That's fine. But I wasn't giving myself 90 days to do it. I just wanted to see how much I could learn in a short amount of time. And I learned like the basics of Hindi in six days. Now, do I remember everything? No. Do I remember a nice amount to be able to have a small conversation? Yes. 
If I wanted to go back over the information again, I could do so. And I probably would be able to remember a lot more of that information. But what I see a lot of people doing online is that they're saying I can successfully learn a language to a high level in a month. Uh, Not necessarily. You might be able to learn some basics in a month, like maybe um, up to like finish A1, depending on the level of the language and difficulty and what your goals are. If you just want to speak it, then you might be able to get up to an upper beginner level, sure, in three months. You might be able to get to A2 level. That's wonderful. But not to a C1 level. You would have to be literally studying for about 18 hours a day, seven days a week, for that whole time in order to be able to pull that sort of thing off. Unless you have a job that you're trying to go to in three months and you need it for that, you can actually study the vocabulary for that particular job setting and a few other extra vocabulary words and to be able to get around in your work environment because they actually have um, courses where if it's pertaining to your job, they have a whole series of phrases and sentences that you would use on the job with your employer and the co-workers that you're working with, so forth and so on. So that's a whole different set of vocabulary and phrases that you would have to know that is in a more professional setting than an informal setting, like being at home or hanging out with your friends, for instance. So I could see that. But what I cannot see is how somebody can be fluent in three months, no pun intended to Benny Lewis's company, um, but it's unrealistic for the average person. A lot of people wind up putting themselves in a Pandora's box that they can't get themselves out of because they're trying to achieve something that is unattainable. Now, if you have a particular goal, like I want to be able to order food in the language. I want to be able to have a basic conversation, you know, say why I'm learning this language, talk about my family and friends, my hobbies, my career, that sort of thing you can attain in three months. But if you're talking about, I want to be able to give a lecture at Concordia University as an example, um, if you actually worked on the particular lecture and that's what you did every day, you possibly could give a presentation to that degree in three months, yes. Um, but you would have to also be able to answer questions about the lecture from the audience members. And that would take a lot of time for you to be able to work at that particular goal. If that was something that you wanted to do in three months, I could see that. But to sit there and say, I want to be at a C1 or B2 in three months, that's a little bit unrealistic. Especially if it's such a language as Mandarin, Hindi, 
Arabic, Russian. Give yourself about a year to get to a B1 comfortably if you're working with all four skills. Reading, writing, speaking, listening. And But if you're someone that's visually impaired and you want to be able to just work on the speaking and listening, you might want to try speaking from day one and being able to introduce yourself, being able to tell your likes and dislikes, so forth and so on. Make small goals as something to work towards. But don't put yourself in a situation where you can't get yourself out of it because you put this big, huge barrier up in front of you to say, hey, I'm going to do this in this amount of time and make it a big goal and there's no mini goals to work towards that big goal. Now, if you said you want to do this particular thing by the end of the year, get to B2, well, that, that's obtainable. But you have to start with small steps. You can't just sit there and say, this is what I want to do in 90 days without having some type of realistic reason to, um, you know, do it within that particular time frame. Now, yes, I've seen people get to like a B1 in speaking, but at the end of the day, it's going to take some hours of practice every day. It's not just going to be once a week or twice a week with an italki tutor or someone on hello talk or speaky.com or skype or whatsapp or even instant messenger or facetime you're going to have to put the work in in order to get the results that you want and i can tell you from experience when i learned russian five years ago it took me five thousand five hundred and forty four hours in order to be able to be highly proficient in speaking the language. But I started from day one learning phrases and vocabulary using the methods that I enjoy. Um, And I did a year's worth of speaking and making videos. And then I did a year's worth of listening for 18 hours a day, seven days a week with it in the background constantly. And I didn't stop because stopping for me was like, my oxygen supply being cut off. So I do say to people, when you decide that you want to learn a language, you know, okay, let's say you want in three months to be able to tell where you are, what travel plans you want to make, um, you know, let's say you want to go on vacation and you have three months and you're going to be gone to like, I don't know, Brazil for the summer. Well, you want to be able to be conversational. You can be conversational. You can have an A2. You know, um, you know, make sure you know how to order food, ask for directions, tell your wants and needs. You know, okay, if you run out of toothpaste, deodorant, lotion, you need to know that sort of thing. Certain foods, so forth and so on. Certain drinks, so forth and so on. You know, um, taxi, train, airport situations. All those types of things that you would want to know when you're on a vacation. Um, Especially when you're asking for help. And these are the things that you need to know. Okay, so that would be A1, A2. While you're talking about that, you're talking about your family, your friends, your work, all that type of thing. 
what hobbies you like. Okay, that I can see you achieving in like three months. Because one month you can work on one thing, the next month you can work on the other thing, and then the final month you can tie everything together and tighten it up and make sure that you have everything prepared for yourself to be able to have a good time with the language and with people that you're hanging out with, whether it's your friends, family, uh, a significant other, etc. And this way, you're not sitting there, you're not having people um, try to rush to learn something because, you know, you put yourself in this little time crunch. Language learning is not about how fast you learn something. It's about immersing yourself within the language in order to be able to enjoy it like you would enjoy your native tongue. And there's nothing wrong with that. But see, the problem is, is that everybody wants to rush it. Everyone wants to learn something in like a month or a week or 24 hours. You know, and I can be honest. Yes, I've learned a lot of stuff in like a week. But that's because I took the time. I know what I'm doing. But that's not to say that I'm going to remember everything. I'm going to keep going back and revisiting old information, which I would sit there and advise people to do is to, you know, revise your old information because there's nothing wrong with revisiting the beginner's information just to make sure that you have it solid in your head. So you'll be able to move on to the next topic that you want to discuss or you want to learn about. Make it fun. Just like with my Arabic, I'm cooking a lot of Lebanese food. I'm learning a lot about Lebanese culture and politics right now. You know, I'm making friends from Lebanon and the Middle East. And people are encouraging me to keep going with my Arabic. And I love it. And my Arabic might be limited. But I'm learning more and more and more every day. And, you know, right now, I'm on year three of Lebanese, Levantine Arabic. And on the Memories app. Let me tell you something. I'm doing a chapter a day. You know, so I do 25 words a day. Um, I have to pick up the pace tonight, finish chapter two and go into chapter three so I can do chapter four tomorrow. And I will do that. And then I will do some link where I will listen to some mini stories on link to reinforce the vocabulary that I already learned in the memories app. And I will try to speak it, you know, and see how I go and do videos and and let people give me feedback. That's how I hold myself accountable. But that's just how I do it. Now, how someone else may do it may be totally different than how I would do it. But I'm never going to put myself in the situation where, okay, I have three months to do this. Unless I have a job and someone's paying me megabucks, I'm not going to worry about that. I'm going to just say, well, the first three months, I want to get to an A2. The next three months, I want to work on B1 stuff. The next three months, I want to work on getting to B2. The next three months, I want to see if I can understand enough to be able to push myself to to C1. Or I just want to review everything I did for the past nine months and, and see how far I've gotten at the end of the year. Well, if I can do that, that's great. You know, but I'm not going to sit there 
and put a time frame on how long it's going to take me to learn something because that's not how your brain works you know you're going to forget things i'm not going to beat myself over the head like i used to because i didn't remember this particular word i mean it was three years before i realized the established and i mean meant enough in russian but i kept hearing it when putin would say it and other people would say it and then i just looked it up and said oh that's what that means but it didn't click until then and and then when i was trying to say population um i had said mussolini and my friend from russia was like uh that's not a name in russian for what you're trying to say and i said we just started laughing because i made a mistake but it was okay that i made it because at least i knew that that wasn't it was nilsonilia um um for population and i thought i heard mussolini somewhere and that's where i got the connection and it was the wrong connection, but the fact that I was trying to remember it, you know, it was a totally different situation for me. But I learned a lot because of it. But I do see people in polyglots that are on YouTube saying, you can learn this in three months. Okay, well, for the average person that's watching this, they might not have the determination or the willpower to be able to try to cram in that much information in three months. Who's to say you're going to remember all of it either? You know, and then if you're looking at this person and you're idolizing this person because you see their level of accomplishment, oh, well, I couldn't possibly do that because of this reason or that reason. And I always tell my students, you always should follow your own path use what people have out there as an inspiration to to do just as well or if not better um uh, for yourself not someone else and and realize why you're doing what you're doing what's the real reason why is it, what is it for essentially you know okay i want to be able to have a conversation about politics the environment philosophy by the end of the year you can do that you learn all the vocabulary for those topics and you start speaking and you start talking to people about the things that you enjoy join groups that have to deal with that particular topic in that particular language and and just start having discussions openly verbally because the more you speak and you listen and the more you listen to newspapers and podcasts and how real people speak, the better you're going to be at speaking. You know, you can do all the reading and writing in the world, but if you can't speak and understand what someone else is saying to you, then it's a waste of time, as far as I'm concerned. So, but that's just my opinion. Trust me on that. Um, you know, I feel that a person can learn... A nice amount of information in three months but that doesn't mean that the end of your language learning journey for that language is done in three months you need to make sure you have other goals for that language that you want to achieve like I want to get through a novel in French I want to get through Les Miserables before the end of the year which is what I'm going to do this year I want to 
finish reading the rest of the Hunger Games in Italian. That's another thing I'm going to do this year. You know, I want to be able to read all the Harry Potter books in all the languages I have. That'll take a minute. But my whole point is, is that I am making goals in order to be able to increase my vocabulary in the languages of my choice. Yet by listening and doing a lot of it and a lot of speaking because I'm doing um, Levantine Arabic, you know, I want to order food in Levantine Arabic. So I'll go out to um, a Latin's in Montrose here in Akron and I will speak some Arabic with a few people and see how much I can order food and so if I make mistakes that's fine the fact that I am trying to speak with them in their target language that means more to the person than me having the right grammatical structures they're going to ask how long you've been learning it you can tell them for a few months you know or a few weeks or I just started and people love that because you're taking a step into their world, their culture, and how they think and, and how they live and how they communicate with each other. And that's something that's going to not only change your life, but change the relationship you have with those people at the moment. And you never know, you'll be able to make friends as a result of it. I mean, I went and ordered some food and Thai back in July and... The person invited me to a Buddhist temple for an event because of it. So these are the types of things that you want to really think about when you're looking at these 90-day challenges. You know, I would take that as a stepping stone for you to start building upon your language learning. But I wouldn't let that be the end-all be-all of your language learning. I would keep going with your language learning and not think about the numbers so much, but think about... The progress that you're making within the target language for which you're studying because if you base everything off of a number of days you're going to set yourself up for failure and that's not what anybody wants you want to be able to succeed in your target language depending if it's writing reading listening speaking you know for me i focus on a lot of listening and speaking because that's what i want to work on the reading and writing to come after i become highly proficient and understanding what people are saying to me and being able to respond accordingly. So I'm just letting you guys know from my own personal opinion, I find the 90 day track to be not a realistic um, goal for somebody just to make it an end all or be all um, goal for language learning. You know, people say, I want to lose weight in 90 days. I want to lose 100 pounds in 90 days. I want to, um, you know, move out the country in 90 days. That can't happen. You just got to be, <laughs> make sure you got a job lined up. You go out there prior and try to find a place to live and make sure your visa's straight and not... You know, all kinds of things that you need to worry about shots and so forth and so on. But that can be doable. You just got to plan ahead. And that's even with language learning, you have to plan ahead. So I'm just saying um, this is going to be a 25-minute podcast. So I just wanted to say before I wrap up here, you know, 90 days... That's just the starting point. 
you have the rest of your life to learn whatever language or series of languages that you want to learn. Take your time. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the journey. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of Chanel's Language Learning Journey podcast where I talk about is it realistic to pursue 90-day challenges or not? Please, if you want to continue this discussion, leave me a message at Chanel's Language Learning Journey podcast at anchor.fm in audio format on Instant Messenger at Chanel Patrice Hancock, C-H-E-N-E-L-L-E-P-A-T-R-I-C-E-H-A-N-C-L-C-K. And I will get back to you. Please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts, Google Play Store, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere else that you can download podcasts. Thank you to the 11.8K listeners from 98 countries around the world and 38 states here in the U.S. I love you guys. I do this for you every single week. And... This episode probably will come out in a couple weeks, so um, I'm pre-recording episodes, so I thought I would put this out here because my good friend Jonathan Seabolt from Seabolt Speaks on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, and Facebook have put this out in a YouTube video today, so I thought I would give my response in a podcast episode. So I hope that you guys enjoy this. Remember, language learning is a journey, not a race. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the podcast. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.